Welcome to the Anderson Nigeria Digest podcast. Anderson Nigeria Digest is a series of written articles which provide insights into the Nigerian government's economic and regulatory interventions and provide useful analysis for organizations and businesses. Enjoy! Welcome to an important discussion on the international sustainability standards and the game-changing dynamics they bring. My name is Kadi Olaide. The question we pose today is how prepared is organization for these transformative shifts? Sustainability is a term often used but not always fully realized. Familiar and technical terms like climate change, global warming and renewable energy are all under the umbrella of sustainability. But the concern would be how impactful this term really is, considering its widespread use as a mere cliche. At the global stage, the urgency for a standardized framework for sustainability reporting became increasingly apparent. And when you look at how the earth is burdened by relentless industrialization, a call for action was ultimately prompted. This led to the birth of the International Sustainability Standards Board during the Conference of Parties 26, COP26, in Glasgow at Scotland. And the team at the time was together for our planet. This was a game-changing moment as the global economy now looked forward to a global baseline for reporting all sustainable business practices and eliminating all forms of greenwashing. Greenwashing is actually a term that looks at the act of falsely claiming green and sustainable business practices that are actually non-existent. The HISSB was metamorphosized from the combination of climate disclosure standard boards and the Value Reporting Foundation. The Value Reporting Foundation, by the way, was the body responsible for regulating integrated reporting and the sustainability accounting standards. This echoes the fact that the ISSB is actually a robust sustainability reporting framework that embodies existing frameworks and refines them to suit a broad range of stakeholders. So we see that the ISSB is a good mixture of existing frameworks and that gives us a more refined sustainability framework for reporting purpose. The aim of the board was simple, and this is to provide a global baseline for sustainability reporting that investors and capital market stakeholders can adopt. After due and in-depth global consultation, on 26 June 2023, the board issued its maiden international sustainability disclosure standards that became effective for periods beginning on or after 1st January 2024. They are the IFRS S1, which is referred to as General Requirements for Sustainability-Related Financial Information, and IFRS S2, which is Climate-Related Disclosures. These two remarkable standards addresses unique yet cross-functional sustainability-related disclosures. As where IFRS S1 seeks to gain congruence, that is, connectivity of information between what is reported in the General Purpose Financial Statements, and then sustainability-related reports. IFRS S2 seeks to disclose all details concerning how your business value chain contributes to carbon emissions. IFRS S1 profiles disclosure solutions around the four key contents of governance, risk management, strategy, and metrics and targets, with emphasis on sustainability-related risk and opportunities that your businesses are faced with, while IFRS S2 profiles disclosure solutions around the same four key contents with emphasis on climate-related risks and opportunities, and then discussions around greenhouse gas emissions, 
under scope one, scope two, and scope three, as given by the Greenhouse Gas Protocol. These two monumental standards taking effect in 2024 and full-fledged implementation for periods ending after 1st January 2024. There are five critical steps to look into as the global economy launches into this era. At first, prepare a value proposition that speaks to your business model and stakeholder need. Look through your value chain and look through the ESG value you're looking to provide across that value chain and how this would further enhance and miss the need of your stakeholders. The second step is undergo an extensive readiness and gap assessment to understand and review possible gaps that you've got in your systems, processes, and data pool. We already have requirements which are like minimum disclosures provided by the two remarkable standards of IFRS one and S2. So look through these minimum requirements and look through what you currently do as a business then conduct and execute a readiness and gap assessment to see possible loopholes and gaps that you will need to meet up in terms of your systems, your processes, and the data reporting. Step three is create a roadmap to implement these provisions of IFRSS1 and S2. What's the timeline you're looking out for for implementing IFRSS1 and S2? Are you looking to take full-fledged effect in 2024? Or are you looking beyond? Create a roadmap. Step four entails undergoing and initiating intensive capacity building and training sessions for your staff. Look through the current staffing capacity that you have as an organization and conduct training sessions that entails the provisions of IFRS S1 and S2 and let every staff see how they fit into the provisions of these standards in terms of what they do within the organization. And finally, start elementary work to build your ISSB compliant reports. Here's the big question. How prepared is your organization for this game-changing sustainability journey? We are here to guide you through the process. To know more, please visit our website. Thank you for listening to the Anderson Digest podcast. Anderson Nigeria is an independent tax and business advisory firm with a worldwide presence through the member firms and collaborating firms of Anderson Global. Watch out for more episodes.